That's it. That was your cue. What was my cue? That right there. You're supposed to say, Masterpiece Audio Theatre Presents. Masterpiece Audio Theatre Presents. That's right. Then you say, Myths from Around the World. Myths from Around the World. Okay, and a stranded in the middle of nowhere podcast. A stranded in the middle of nowhere podcast? Well, where are we? How are we going to get home? I'm going to get scared. Everything will be all right, trust me. Oh, and this is our submission for the Dog Days of Podcasting 2022. Hello and welcome back to Around the Campfire with Masterpiece Audio Theatre casting crew. I'm Lil Billy and I hope you're excited to hear part four of Aladdin's Wonderful Lamp. Okay, let's get to it. This Aladdin's curiosity was excited, and with no thought of resting, he began at once to gather wood. When he had collected a sufficient quantity, the dervish lighted the fire, and taking from his wallet the lighter box, drew some fine powder from it and scattered it over the fire, uttering an incantation. Immediately, amid the rumblings of thunder, the earth reeled and opened up. At this, Aladdin fled in terror, but the dervish, powerless to effect his purpose without the boy's aid, flew after him in a rage and smote him over the head so that he fell to the ground stunned. When presently he regained his senses, he sat up and cried out, What have I done, O my uncle, that thou should not strike me? Nay, my son, replied the dervish. I intended not to hurt thee. Come now, be a man, and obey my wishes, and thou wilt see the wonderful things that I will shew thee. With such words as these, he banished Aladdin's fears and soothed him over. Then he directed him to the opening in the earth, where there was revealed a slab of marble with a brass ring let into it. The dervish stooped and began to draw figures upon the ground, saying as he did so, Obey me, Aladdin, in all that I say, for thou shalt become richer than all the kings of the earth. Now, O my son, that beyond that slab of stone lies a vast treasure which none but thee can acquire and live. Therefore advance, my son, and take the brass ring in thy hand, and lift the slab from its place, for it is predestined that thou art the only one on this earth that hath the power to do this thing. And Aladdin, stirred to great wonder by the words of the dervish, would have done his bidding with alacrity, but... On looking at this marble slab, he saw that it was far too heavy for him. Never can I waste that alone, O my uncle, he said. Wilt thou not help me? Nay, answered the dervish. It will yield to no hand but thine. Grasp the ring and repeat the names of as many of thine ancestors as thou canst remember, beginning with thy father and mother. For thine ancestors are my ancestors, O oh, my son. By this the stone will come away quite easily in thy hand, as if it were a feather. Am I not thine uncle, and have I not said it? 
And did I not cleave the hillside with my incantations? Wherefore, pluck up the courage and forget not that all the riches beyond that stone are for thee. Thus encouraged, Aladdin advanced to the stone, repeating the names of all the ancestors he could remember, and, taking hold of the ring, lifted the heavy slab from its place with perfect ease and threw it aside. Then within the aperture lay revealed a stairway of twelve steps leading into the passage. While Aladdin was gazing at this wonder, the dervish took a ring from his finger and placed it upon the middle finger of the boy's hand, saying impressively as he did so, Listen to me, O oh my son. Fear nothing in what I am about to bid thee to do, for this ring will be thy protection in all dangers against all evils. If thou should find thyself in evil case, thou hast only to... But of that I will tell thee presently. What is more important now is this. In order to come at the treasure, O oh my son, Steady thyself and listen attentively, and see to it that thou fail not a word of these my instructions. Go down the steps and traverse the passage to the end, where thou wilt find a chamber divided into four parts, each containing four vessels of gold. Touch not these on thy life, for if so much as the fringe of thy robe cometh in contact with any of them, thou wilt immediately be turned into stone. Ligger not to gaze upon them, but pass right through to the end, where thou wilt find a door. Upon this, repeating again the names of thine ancestors, when lo, thou wilt behold a beautiful garden before thee. Take the path that is ready for thy feet, and proceed forty-nine cubits, until thou comest to an alcove, where is set a stairway of forty-nine steps. Look not to ascend that stairway, it is not for thee nor me, but direct thine attention to the lamp hanging above the alcove. Take it from its fastenings, and pour out the oil therein, then put it in thy breast securely, and retrace thy steps to me. Is it clear to thee, my son? Oh, my uncle, it is quite clear, replied Aladdin, as he repeated the instructions he had received. Pull thy wits together then, my son, said the dervish, well pleased. And descend, for verily thou art a man of metal, and not a child. Yea, thou, and only thou, art the rightful owner of all this great treasure. Come now! Studios presentation of the myths from around the world, a special dog days of podcasting contribution. Sound clips are from GarageBand and can be found in their samples library. The stories that we have shared can be found at gutenberg.org. We can be found on Facebook on the Masterpiece Audio Theatre page, on nimlast.org, or you can email us at j at jglangjans.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 unported license. Thanks for joining us.